0: <laughs> okay, well, hold here. here we go. <clears> Him,
1: <throat> It's time. Jesus.
0: <laughs> it scared me.
1: That legitimately scared me. Oh. Yes, it's me, the real Pharaoh. Oh. I'm here on your podcast as a special guest.
0: Pharaoh, what are you doing here? (laughs) Are you going to teach me the heart of the cards? Yes. Cool. Y'all move! It's time! To pupa pu- 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 podcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome to you. Activated my podcast, the Weekly Yu Gi Oh Recap Podcast. I'm Tyler. I'm Jimmy, and this week we're gonna be talking about season one, episode ten. Give up the ghost, Jimmy. Are you ready to give up the ghost? Oh man, I'm so ready. Uh, this was like even in terms
1: of how bonkers Yu Gi Oh really gets. This was one of the most bonkers episodes I've seen so far. Yeah,
0: you. We literally we just finished watching this episode, and credit started rolling, and you go well. That sure was an episode <laughs> of Yu-Gi-Oh! <laughs> this is when we get into, I think, the most Yu-Gi-Oh! ass Yu-Gi-Oh! that there is, and it just keeps getting weirder. It's so ridiculous. I'm really, really excited for this episode. Uh, before we get into the episode though, it is time, time for Nunna no, Nunna no, 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 no News. Uh Jimmy, believe it or not, there isn't actually any news in the world of Yu-Gi-Oh! this week. Wow, Uh, shocker. But there is uh, some real-life news, uh, which I think we'll start with one that you brought to my attention, uh, from the marvelous world of Elon Musk. Yes.
1: So, earlier this week, Elon Musk tweeted, Oh, BTW, I'm building a cyborg dragon. (laughs) Which basically confirms that
0: Elon Musk is real life Seto Kaiba. Yeah, because who else builds a cybernetic dragon? Or pardon me, does he say? How does he say? He says robot dragon. Cyborg. Cyborg. This is a direct dragon.
1: his direct tweet that I'm reading here. Goodness gracious! Uh, so. Look to the skies, cause I'm expecting to see the blue eyes white
0: jet or whatever it's God, called. I'm so excited! For those of you who remember the uh, episode where we talked about, uh, UVO, the movie Blue Eyes White Jet is easily our favorite part from that <laughs> that episode. Um, I can't. I still can't believe that Kaiba is such a nerd that he builds
1: a a custom jet in the shape of a a dragon from his favorite card
0: i can't believe that kaiba is such a nerd that that's arguably the least nerdy thing that he does in this sh- like even in this episode we are going to see him have a full-on like hacking sequence yeah uh i am so excited to see what elon does with this i can't wait for portable holographic generators that allow me to play Yu Oh, uh just like it's real life that makes it's me very just excited. around the corner just around sure. the corner just around the river bend just believe in the heart of the cards Uh, we also, we have a correction. uh, Well, not really a correction,
1: but something we should have discussed last time and forgot to point out. Yeah. Uh, this was brought to my attention by my friend Vicky. Thank you, Vicky. Um, in the last episode, uh, Pegasus's thugs are sent in to capture Kaiba. And in the original anime, uh, they were holding guns. But when four kids got it and brought it to the U.S., they just airbrush them out, so these guys bust, bust in, and they're just pointing at him. Yeah. I yeah, mean, they clearly should have guns in their hands, but they're just kind of like pointing around at him in a vaguely threatening manner.
0: And it's amazing the detail to which they went to paint out just the guns, because you see a space in their hand where a gun would go. Yeah. And it's con- it's consistent throughout the whole scene. Like as they're, you know, pointing at him initially, as they're pointing after him after he runs, as their hands fall to their sides, they don't like they don't repaint the hand to look normal, they just paint out the gun.
1: Yeah. They're just running around with their fist and their 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 fingers pointed out the entire time.
0: Yep. As though they would be holding a gun. But it's just and like I, eh. and I feel like maybe an easier solution to this would have been like maybe they could have written in or, i don't know with translations is always hard but like maybe they could have made the toys or the the guns look like toys yeah at least turn them into tasers in the yeah. or
1: be like um in the ET where they painted out the guns and turned them into walkie talkies or something oh yeah yeah well so there we go uh, but they just but no it just was just the them. the laziest option to make it more kid friendly.
0: But what's weird is it's not lazy. Like I feel like it's more work than painting something else there.
1: It's most conceptually lazy.
0: That's they could have just true. turned them into something else, but they didn't. Now there it does uh, bring up some comedy, not only knowing that, but it brings up some comedy actually in this episode that we're going to talk about later, and I want to say it now before I forget, but there's a scene where uh, uh pegasus's hench- henchmen i guess goons uh thugs uh are raiding employees
1: of ill repute
0: yeah they're, so they're they're raiding uh kaiba's mansion that he's like hiding out underneath and uh they're like going in like like a SWAT team basically like, yeah covering all the angles and they're covering the doors at one point some dude says cover me but none of thinking, them have weapons. Yeah, cover with with what? Like, like you can
1: see the wide shot of these guys running around. None of them have guns. They're, they're just all pointing. doing this, doing finger pointing all over the place. There's a lot of finger guns. There's uh, a lot of finger guns in this episode. Actual actually, finger
0: guns. Yeah. Um. So anyway. So yeah. Thank you, Vicky, for uh, for reminding us of that. I know there was something that we like meant to talk to, and I think we just got swept up in. Yeah, I think while we
1: were out. watching it, one of us pointed it out.
0: Yeah. So uh, yeah, um,
1: and that kind of. So remember, uh, just if you want to threaten someone, just point at them. Just point. They'll at them. They'll get the picture.
0: Yeah, they'll they'll understand. Uh, maybe you know, say "pew pew" uh, if that if that feels like it'll help. Yeah. Uh, or say "blue eyes, white dragon, white lightning, <laughs> obliterate, obliterate." Uh, and that kind of brings us to our last piece of news, which is if you want to uh, send us uh, a comment or a question, uh, it used to be that. You could go to our website, and that was the way to do it, but we have decided to make it easier for you all, and we are introducing uh, some new ways to get a hold of us that I'm really excited for. Uh, so now, if you want to get a hold of us, you can email us at youactivatedmypodcast at gmail.com. You can follow us on Instagram at Y-A-M-P-O-D. That's pod. YAM-P-O-D. YAM-P-O-D. Yampod. Uh, or you can follow us on Twitter at Y-A-M-P-O-D. Uh, YAM-P-O-D, which stands for You Activated My Podcast um yeah i i literally just set these up today so i'm really excited to see uh kind of what we do with them i know we'll post a bunch of yeah i'll go back in
1: through the manga and get my favorite screen grabs of the more ridiculous moments i know i've got the um like the the yo-yo attack oh god yes and um some of the, the more choice quotes
0: we can put up there so if you like this podcast and the weird bullshit that we give you uh, you're gonna like uh, our, our social media presence, I think, quite a bit. <laughs> it feels weird to say social media presence about yeah. this podcast. <laughs> Hearing myself say that out loud makes it sound a whole lot different. <laughs> anyway, uh, so I- it's I'm a little excited pretentious for little... <laughs> just our
1: dumb show where we talk about Yu-Gi-Oh. <laughs> it really?
0: Is. I didn't mean for it to be that way. I just wanted it to be another way that we could share this stuff with people, and I'm excited for it. But I don't want it to be pretentious. <laughs> if we get too pretentious, let us know, I guess. Um, yeah. I've been I...
1: high on the hug and the... I- I'm a social media influencer now. <laughs> <laughs> you
0: influence people to hate social media. <laughs> um, I think that does it for news.
1: Yeah, that's all we have this week. I don't have anything else to add. Let's get into the episode. All right.
0: It's, it's time,
1: time to discuss the episode
0: i think i gave the the one last week so why don't you do a recap jesus christ i was scared of this okay so (laughs) um this episode begins with a flashback which is always a bad sign that you're like in for some weirdness this is the last of three parts uh starting with uh episode eight everything's relative and then duel with the ghoul and then now give up the ghost season one episode 10 is the episode that we watched so many puns yes it's so bad so uh, where we left off, uh, Yugi is dueling Ghost Kaiba, uh, and uh, Ghost Kaiba has summoned a blue-eyes-white dragon and is attacking Yugi, but Yugi has used the magic card Magical Hats to hide his Dark Magician uh, so that if Kaiba, Ghost Kaiba chooses to attack the wrong hat, uh, nothing will happen. Basically, it'll, it'll negate the attack. So the last episode left off with a cliffhanger as White Lightning was flying towards the hats, not knowing what hat. Uh, a dark magician was under this episode starts with uh he attacked the wrong hat there you go (laughs) it's literally like it's what a cliffhanger it's a throwaway thing the opening shot is uh white lightning hitting a hat the hat disappears nothing happens and yugi smirks um as they uh continue to duel uh Ghost Kaiba is getting you know, Blue-Eyes White Dragon to attack uh, the magical hats. Yugi places a trap under the hats to uh, sort of, you know, bait him into picking the wrong one and activating a trap card. Uh, meanwhile, and you're going to have to help me out with this because there's a lot of, like, back and forth here that I just could not keep up with past a certain point. Meanwhile, real Kaiba, not dead Kaiba, is in his uh, underground computer lair. His hacker lab. His hacker zone. Which inexplicably has three chairs. Even though it's just for him, yeah, I wondered about that. I feel like maybe he has a different chair for each console. Like maybe he prefers sort of like a different height, maybe different lumbar support for like, oh, here's where I do my my hacking, and this chair is just for email. I feel like it would have been a lot easier
1: for him if he had just had three monitors instead of three giant wall-sized
0: computers. I mean, there's no accounting for like coolness there. Yeah, like it's really it's a cool looking space. Uh, so that is entirely on brand for
1: Kaiba to just go completely over the top with his computers.
0: Yeah. Again, blue eyes, white jet. Let's not forget the run. And I'm really sorry. (laughs) Um, so as you remember from last episode, uh, Kaiba was busy hacking into, uh, the Duelist Kingdom duel arena where he thinks Yugi is. And he did that by crashing a satellite into a major metropolitan area. Uh, with that out of the way, and we're never going to bring it up again. Don't even mention it in the flashback. Uh, he is able to get his computer to hack into the duel field and realizes, uh-oh, here's du- here's Yugi dueling. Who's that that he's dueling? Seto Kaiba. Ah, interesting. Bum-bum-bum. Bum-bum-bum. Uh, and uh, the computer goes, I think you'll be most interested in this, and shows a uh, wireframe diagram of Blue Eyes White Dragon. There's all these, like stats and like graphs
1: in the background and the wireframe of the dragon and like a like a grid readout of the the battlefield and it's all gibberish like none of it
0: means anything uh so seto goes uh well you know we need to help him basically we need to help yugi uh because that's clearly not actually me So what does he decide to do? He decides to hack the card game. He hacks the Blue Eyes White Dragon. And he reduces the power of the Blue Eyes White Dragon. Now, granted, this is going to take some time, and it's a very difficult procedure. So it doesn't work at first. Yeah, you can't just hack the Blue Eyes White Dragon. You have to inject a virus. Right. So he—I think they even say that, injecting the virus. So he plants a virus into the Blue Eyes White Dragon card itself. And what it does is it slowly drains the power from Blue Eyes White Dragon. Cut back to the duel. Uh, They're going back and forth, and uh, Ghost Kaiba activates Yugi's trap card, just like Yugi predicted he would. Which uh, it's a spell. I I forget what it is. It's like there was a lot of back and forth. It's like a spell prison, basically. So uh, it uh, traps Blue Eyes White Dragon for a turn. He can't move, Uh, and Yugi uses the Dark Magician. He reveals the Dark Magician from under the magic hat to attack Blue-Eyes White Dragon and uh, destroy it. Is that right? Yeah, it was weakened.
1: And then, you know what? This duel isn't actually terribly important. Like, the contents of the duel itself, the the important stuff in this episode all happened, like, outside of the actual game. Right,
0: yeah. So, essentially what happens is between... Uh, Yugi using Dark Magician and Kaiba hacking the, uh, the Blue Eyes White Dragon. The Blue Eyes White Dragon eventually actually melts as part of the virus and, uh, is destroyed.
1: Yeah. Like they had to go in and like program the, the Blue Eyes White Dragon. Oh, just in case our cards get
0: hacked, it needs to like bubble and melt. Yeah, which is, I mean, honestly, it's a really cool effect. Like, it's it's really like kind of grotesque, and the and the blue eyes of dragon is like in pain and roaring and and bubbling and melting, and it's just uh uh.
1: ugh. Uh.
0: Um, and uh, blue eyes of dragon is destroyed, leading to uh, everyone going <gasps> and uh, the no. You know what? I just remembered. Yeah, how does this happen? Because it's so. <sighs> it wa- It wasn't. Yugi, who destroys the Blue-Eyes White Dragon, huh.
1: it was the heart of the
0: cards. Oh, that's right. Okay, so the, the virus—thank you, Jimmy. So the virus wasn't working fast enough. So what happened was uh, he tried to attack it, and that didn't work. And then the Blue-Eyes White Dragon was going to attack him. And because he revealed the uh, Dark Magician, and then he played a feral imp as well— uh, he was going to be able to attack a monster, defeat that monster, and then the extra damage would defeat Yugi. So as the virus is kicking in, and you can see the power level draining from the uh, Blue-Eyes-White-Dragon, Blue-Eyes-White-Dragon attacks. And, <laughs> and I remember this now because it's a commercial break, and they do a really weird thing here where they, they do a slow motion of the white lightning approaching Yugi. And it's, it's a shot from behind Yugi, so he's all in silhouette and everything's like blowing around in the wind. And uh, there's a shot of Kaiba slamming his fists down on the keyboard, <laughs> and he says Yugi. Uh, and somehow through the heart of the cards, Yugi looks up from the deck, and he hears Kaiba like in his in, he does like a he magically hears Kaiba calling to him. Yeah. So he goes Kaiba, and then it cuts to commercial, and then they come back from the commercial and they play that same thirty seconds over again. So you're really gonna. <laughs> Good effect. This
1: duel already is like double compromise. There's magic bullshit involved Uh and
0: there's hacking bullshit involved. Well, and here's, so here's the really interesting thing. So the hacking bullshit happens first and then uh, he slams his fist down. He says, Yugi, (laughs) this is an extremely
1: dense episode full of nonsense. It's so
0: weird. Yugi says, Kaiba, cut to commercial break, come back. They play that same clip again, except what's different the second time is that you see Yugi's third eye open. And you see the eye on the Millennium Puzzle glow uh, as he says Kaiba, and it's sort of like a like a Luke Leia Return of the Jedi thing, like where they they recognize each other's presence from planets away. Uh, and uh, what happens is is Yugi realizes in that moment that Kaiba isn't dead, and Kaiba was like helping you know hack the system here, uh, and Ghost Kaiba, I think kind of also realizes it too because ghost kaiba starts freaking out and he goes why is this happening to me and then everyone starts accusing him of being fake right so everyone else catches on and uh yugi goes yeah this is a fake kaiba real kaiba is alive and mokuba is like oh only real kaiba could have hacked into the dueling arena and depowered that blue eyes white dragon so yeah and so mokuba has like a whole thing about yeah my brother's actually alive this is awesome And the Heart of the Cards is reacting to this fake Kaiba. Right. And Mokuba uh, explains to Teya, who again is the voice of reason here, and actually asks, What's going on? Because she has no (laughs) idea. Great question, Taya. None of us know either, Taya. Uh, And Mokuba goes, It was Yugi who taught Kaiba about the Heart of the Cards when they dueled last time. So, A, that means that this can't be Ghost Kaiba because Ghost Kaiba wouldn't duel Yugi this way, he would duel fairly and it means that Kaiba's alive because only Kaiba could have done this hack. Only Kaiba's a good enough hacker to pull off this job, and because of the heart of the cards, he was able to tell Yugi that he's alive. Again, makes no real sense, <laughs> but in in the, you know, in the world that we're pretending to occupy here, it kind of does, a little bit, maybe. I really, I had hoped for another shot of Teya there where she was like, uh, what? <laughs> um, but anyway, so Ghost Kaiba freaks out and he's grabbing his head and he goes, "Why does this always happen to me?" And Yugi does uh some some more magical bullshit here and Ghost Kaiba decides to reveal his true nature. And he goes, "You're right. Uh I'm not the Seto Kaiba that you duelled, but I'm not lying. I am Seto Kaiba. Just the part of him that you banished last to time to the Shadow you Realm." In Seto episode Kaiba.
1: one of Yu-Gi-Oh. So in
0: episode one of Yu-Gi-Oh, when uh, Yu-Gi said, open your mind, and we had, did that whole glass shattering thing, and, and, and Kaiba freaked out and forgot kind of who he was, part of him was banished to the Shadow Realm. And now what we're seeing, what Yu-Gi-Oh is dueling, is that part of him brought back from the Shadow Realm by Pegasus. And he is weird looking. <laughs> um, Apparently, Kaiba was part
1: evil gross clown the whole time
0: yeah so what happens here is he does this kind of like akira esque like bubbling and bulging sort of thing and he explodes and reveals this like like 600 pound like pink hair juggalo <laughs> uh i don't know okay Juggalo's i don't know Juggalo's is maybe not the right term to use here but like it's a big fat clown yeah he's like clearly an icp fan I can't, I, I legitimately cannot figure out any other way to describe it except for the one that you looked up that I can't remember yeah. the name of.
1: Uh, there's going to be like one person who is going to understand what I'm about to say, but if you've played F0AX, the arcade version of the GameCube racing game F0GX, there's a character you can unlock named Don Genie. Don Genie, okay. Who's basically a big. Evil, like, crime lord, uh-huh. and he's just this big spherical man who I'm showing yeah, Tyler got, right now. So he's got just like this pinstripe shirt, and he's got like he's bald on top, but like the sides of his hair are like these spikes going out in all directions.
0: Yeah, so it's, it's, I'm trying to figure out a way to describe it. Do you know, you know, like in the Dilbert co- comics, like, okay, Dilbert's terrible, yes. Uh, But you know the boss... The pointy-haired boss, yes. The pointy-haired boss. So it's like that where there's just a point of hair on either side of the head and the rest is bald. Except it's bright pink for some reason. But it's bright pink and like in like devil horn shapes. And it's really weird looking. (laughs) It Um, looks absolutely nothing like Kaiba. Yeah, and the face kind of looks like Pepe the Frog. A little bit. A little bit. Uh, So uh, Ghost Kaiba, Shadow Realm Evil Kaiba goes... uh, technically yeah i'm seto kaiba but i'm the evil part and now i'm going to defeat you and they continue to duel and what happens is uh he starts playing you know seto's other cards and he goes there's another blue eyes white dragon or there are three blue eyes white dragons and they're all in my deck so regardless of what happens here like you're still gonna lose and it doesn't matter if i'm the real kaiba or not because, because I've got three, eye- three blue eyes and you don't have Exodia. Right. So uh, they continue to duel. Uh, at this point, uh, Pegasus's men move in on uh, the Kaiba's mansion because Pegasus is watching.
1: Yeah, he's been watching the whole time. And the reveal of this spooky clown Kaiba uh, proves that the real Kaiba is out there messing
0: around with him. Right. So we cut to Pegasus watching the- all this happen. And uh, he's talking with his manservant, Croquet, and he's you know saying, well, <laughs> clearly real Kaiba isn't dead because only he could do this. So send your men to the Kaiba mansion. So they move in on the Kaiba mansion and they, and they get in and they, with their little finger guns, uh, sort of take Kaiba into custody. Uh, or try to, anyway.
1: Yeah. They break the door down and it's unclear how they do that. They, like, hack it open or something. Because there's a scene inside where Kaiba sees, like, the lights on his door Mm -hmm.
0: flickering. Yeah, the the retinal scanner from the the last episode, I think.
1: And um, these guys come in with their finger guns and they bust through the door and he's mysteriously vanished.
0: Mysteriously vanished.
1: Uh, But you can extrapolate that if Kaiba had a secret hole in the ground leading to a secret bookcase leading to a secret hacking facility maybe there's another secret passageway see
0: i really hope that it's a secret trap door into a secret mansion and there's gonna be another secret bookcase with another secret <laughs> lab uh it just it's just kind of you know yeah it's, it's like the russian nesting doll of secret lab it's like um
1: a dnd dungeon where there's like endless hidden traps and things going
0: down and knowing kaiba it could be like a diablo-esque like procedurally generated dungeon you never <laughs> know the, the loot's random uh so cut back to the duel uh they are going back and forth and yugi is trying to figure out how to defeat shadow kaiba and shadow kaiba finally draws uh, another blue eyes white dragon they go back and forth there's a, a really great scene where they both have trap cards and the eyes White Dragon attacks, Yugi uses a trap card to reflect the attack back on Evil Kaiba, and then Evil Kaiba uses another trap card to negate the attack. Yeah, uh, I thought like... they were just
1: going to, like, like he was going to have another reflect, and they would just, like, link and Ganon it back and forth to each other.
0: That is kind of where it seemed like they were going, but no, they, they end it really quick, and I'm, I'm actually kind of thankful. Because what happens next is Yugi plays another magic card called Monster Reborn. And uh, Monster Reborn, as Evil Kaiba narrates to us all, is a card that lets you summon a monster from either player's graveyard. And, uh, of course, Yugi decides to summon Blue-Eyes White Dragon at full power. And not only full power, um, he also had the
1: the Mystic Elf, whatever it's called. The Mystic Elf, yep. Who's been chanting the whole time and is able
0: to increase the attack and defense of the blue eyes white dragon correct yeah so he goes i was inspired by kaiba hacking blue eyes white dragon previously because he showed me that you can alter the attack power of blue eyes white dragon which i mean Yugi should have known that anyway it's a monster just like any other but regardless he goes ah i'll have mystic elf increase the attack power of my uh blue eyes white dragon and now i can attack your blue eyes white dragon and destroy it so he does uh and he wins and yeah and he
1: said you can this is you can consider this a message from the real Seto Kaiba you lose and like the opening theme song is it's playing so in the background dramatic. And it's nuts there's like a wide shot of the um the dual arena and then it just it looks like... Everything explodes. Yeah, the camera's shaking all over, and there's like all this mystical power flying around, and yep. the clown guy is like,
0: Ah! And uh, and it's kind of hinted at that he's sent back to the Shadow Realm, because at this point, so uh, you see Yugi's third eye open again, and the Millennium Puzzle is glowing, and it's him in silhouette. Yeah, this is actually a really cool shot. He's like wreathed in
1: flames.
0: It's very much His eyes like, are glowing. Um, it's, it's extremely anime. It's like in... Is it Fellowship where they're in Lothlorien and Galadriel has that, like, moment where she goes all, all evil and spooky? Yeah. It's like that, but it's Yu-Gi-Oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so infinitely worse, but still pretty cool <laughs> given the rest of Yu-Gi-Oh. Uh, and he says, uh, you know, Pegasus, I can sense that you're watching this. Know that I am coming for you and I will defeat you. Uh, and I there's, like, nothing you can throw at me that will stop me. Uh, you're going to lose. And it cuts to Pegasus watching this happen on the TV screen. His,
1: by the way, his TV screen he's watching this on is also glowing and like blazing with energy. Oh, that's
0: right. That's right. Yeah. So everything is like all magicked up. And then it uh, zooms in slowly on this wine glass that Pegasus <laughs> has been holding the whole episode. And the wine is swirling faster and faster and faster and faster and faster. And eventually the wine uh, glass breaks. And uh, the episode ends on Pegasus being like, well, or no, it doesn't end quite yet. Man, a lot happened in this episode. I didn't think it did until I started talking about it. Yeah. Uh, And Pegasus goes, well, you know, Yugi, you've developed your shadow powers really quickly. But when we duel, uh, I am going to show you every trick up my sleeve. (laughs) And he flashes his his Millennium Eye uh, just briefly. And we cut back to uh, the duel is now over. Uh, evil Kaiba is gone and Yugi walks over and picks up Kaiba's deck with the blue eyes white dragons in it and oh and then everyone looks around and realizes hey Mokuba's gone yeah oh we shit. totally didn't notice completely forgot about that part of this whole arrangement uh, Kimo uh, welched on the bet and decided to kidnap Mokuba again because uh, now, now that they know that real Kaiba is still alive it's even more important for them to maintain control of Mokuba
1: yeah, they were like, "Oh, shit, we forgot like the entire reason we
0: were doing this duel just ran away." Yep. And then the episode ends? Yep. I think that's yeah, so that's the end of the episode there. Uh Man, yeah, wow. A lot ha- a lot did happen in that episode actually. Yeah, an extremely dense episode. Yeah. Um what was your favorite part?
1: Um there was a lot of dumb bullshit in this episode, but my favorite part was um at the end when Yugi was uh the Pharaoh was, like, coming to full power and, Mm -hmm. like, mystically wreathed in flame. And uh, I'm glad we're getting to see more magic stuff instead of just cards, which has been most of the last few episodes on this island.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I feel like up until now, it's been like, oh, here are kind of the basic rules of this dumb made-up card game. And now we're getting into, oh, Yugi is, like, learning more about magical powers and we're getting into real stuff. Yeah, the actual,
1: like interesting part of this entire show they're finally getting to it
0: 10 episodes in yeah (laughs) (laughs) barely a little bit what was your favorite part oh man i oh there's so much i can't decide i i have one actual favorite part and then i have a couple honorable mentions that i think i'll I'll save for the end um my real actual favorite part i think is evil kaiba uh, really when that's revealed because that character is just so ridiculous and easily the funniest thing that's happened in this whole show because he just doesn't fit like character design wise with anything that we've seen so far. And he knows it is the thing like there's a there's a scene where yugi goes i've been trying to figure out what to call you because we can't just keep calling him kaiba uh and and he goes uh i i would say monster but that would offend the cards (laughs) yeah he's like so concerned for the heart of the cards like offending their feelings and it's such a good shot because it's like a wide pan of like the monsters on the field and then as he says i don't want to offend the cards it's a it's a like a mid shot of evil kaiba and he just kind of smirks when he says that He's like, I'm a piece of shit. I know, I know. Uh, there's a scene later on when this uh, really is just kind of
1: like Pokemon, except all the Pokemon are just cards. Yeah, and they don't actually have any like personalities really that we've seen so far. They're just right. cards. Yeah, that we are his friends. We don't
0: get an emotional arc for Blue Eyes White Dragon, unfortunately. No. Um, but there's a there's a scene after our that, dear friend, the Blue Eyes White Dragon, uh, where uh, so. Th- Evil Kaiba summons... I, we need to find a, a name for him. I, I know that there's a name maybe on the internet. Uh, I don't know. Anyway, Evil Kaiba, Ghost Kaiba, uh, summons the second Blue-Eyes White Dragon, and he has the Blue-Eyes White Dragon use White Lightning again. And as he says it, he does finger guns. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good job. And not, and not like we Photoshopped out the real guns, like actual like... Ay. Ay. And it's so... Incredibly you're like perfect, grinning the whole time. It's so good. Uh, yeah, I would uh, evil Kaiba hands down my favorite part of this episode. Uh,
1: what was your uh, What was your least favorite? Uh, my least favorite was um, Ghost Kaiba for all the same reasons you liked oh, him. Oh, fuck off! <laughs> He's just completely out of place, and you're expecting me to believe that. Like when you have like an alternate side of your personality that's evil, it's a fat clown. It's just utterly ridiculous it's out of nowhere it i I can't even describe how stupid it is gee i'm sorry that this (laughs)
0: children's show about a card game is stupid sometimes it's extremely (laughs) dumb i am so sorry that the last few episodes have brought up your expectations so much (laughs) Um, that's, that's fair though. I'll, I'll give you that. I'll grant you that much. It was your least favorite. Oh, Jesus. Um, I think... Oh, my honorable mention least
1: favorite was hacking the cards. Yes. Like, it is inexplicable that you can't actually play any Yu-Gi-Oh without having this like whole holographic getup that was just invented recently. Like, the entire... Like the cards have no value outside of um, this um, this computer system that they came up with, and they just hack the cards and like it decreases the actual value of the card itself. Yep, it's it's
0: silly. My my least favorite is actually very related. It's oh? related to the hacking, and there was a part that I I left out semi intentionally because it's so weird, and I I need to call attention to it uh in the scene where kaiba successfully like hacked the blue eyes white dragon and the heart of the cards like finally (laughs) destroys the blue eyes white dragon uh that's when pegasus like notices the hacking happening and pegasus hacks back oh yeah and uh reverse hacking you know yeah and so kaiba is like gearing up to do a second hack And uh, the computer goes standing by and then everything glitches out and Kaiba goes, what's happening? And the computer goes, we're getting locked out by a remote terminal. It looks like we've been hacked. And then the weirdest shit happens where a character that we've seen only once before appears on the screen. And it is a cartoon, like a cartoon cartoon. Oh, this thing. It looks like Roger Rabbit. Has been doing a lot of weed is what this character looks like. Like it looks like Stoner Roger Rabbit, and it waddles out onto the screen and it goes, "Hi Kaiba, Hi Kaiba, Hi Kaiba," and yeah. then it and then it like duplicates itself, and they're all saying, "Hi Kaiba, Hi Kaiba." It is exactly like uh, Jurassic Park when the little Nedry pops up and says, "Ah ah ah, you yeah. didn't say the magic word." Yes, it is exactly that in Pegasus's own bullshit, and I <laughs> like most of Pegasus's bullshit, but this is just. Like, this is clearly something that Pegasus came up with, like, 13 years ago and has been meaning to change because it's so weird. Uh, Yeah, this is, like,
1: when did Pegasus come up with this, like, rabbit character? What is it? Is it it his computer system? Is it an avatar for him? What's going on here?
0: See, what I think it is, like, it is to Pegasus what, like, my my first AOL Instant Messenger username is to me. Like it's a thing that I thought was cool when I was like thirteen, and now I regret it <laughs> so much. Uh, we'll get a, a little bit like in later episodes, a little bit into what Pegasus is into nowadays. It's like the Avatar it's for is similar, but you know, the Avatar for his Norton antivirus. Yes, Pegasus antivirus. Anyway, I hated that scene. Drop a train just, on him. It made me so uncomfortable, and I I can't get past <laughs> Stoner Roger Rabbit. Um, I do have a couple honorable mentions, though, that I can't decide if they're my best or worst, and I want to tell them to you, and you can decide what they are. <laughs> so they're not related to the episode at all, which is why really? they're, yes, they're in the episode, but not really related to the plot, I guess. Uh-huh. Two things. First, in this episode, I noticed Joey is wearing a uh, dueling gauntlet with the star chips on it. Mm-hmm. Where did he get that from? He's had it before. He's had it before? Yeah. Did he get it? I'm pretty sure. Because he wasn't invited, so he wasn't given no. one. So did he get it on the boat? Did he steal it from someone? Did he get it from somebody who was rowing back? That's a good question, but I'm pretty sure I remember him having it in previous episodes. And he might have. I just haven't really noticed until now. The thing is, is like Yugi was sent one, and presumably so were all the invited you know, folks. Uh, Joey just got one randomly. Is it Weevils? It might be Weevils. Who knows? But that brings me to my point. If it's somebody else's glove, how does it fit Joey so well? These are like skin-tight gloves. Granted, they're fingerless, but they fit perfectly, and the bracelet fits perfectly. It's a giant metal bracelet that like sits snugly around the wrist.
1: That's true. Joey and Weevil are very different sizes because Weevil is like a little short
0: yeah. guy, yeah. and
1: Joey's like a regular high school kid.
0: So how... Like, I am marveling now at the construction of these gloves that they're designed in such a way that they truly are one size fits all. This is also demonstrated when Ghost Kaiba is revealed to be Evil Kaiba, because he goes from being a, you know, a person who's maybe, you know, roughly like our size. Yeah, he looks like Kaiba. Yeah, he looks like Kaiba, to this, like huge oversized demon dude and he's still wearing the glove and the glove has obviously gotten bigger to accommodate that size what is the technology behind these gloves jimmy (laughs) that's a great question like i'm sure that maybe like
1: you can like ratchet it in slowly or something like that but it just happens yeah well also he like gets a cape out of nowhere that's true so I mean, we can chalk that up to magic, but I can't explain the gloves. Yeah, the
0: I wonder about the gloves. Uh, okay, are you ready for my second my second thing? Yes. Okay, so this whole episode, I could not get over this shit. This might be my honorable mention worst. Uh, so I want to see if we can find original footage for this because I wonder if it's different. Maybe they edited it for a scene. Pegasus is holding a glass of wine. Mm-hmm. He is holding a glass of wine from the base have you ever held a glass of wine from the base or seen anyone holding it that way? Like, and I, I I, need to try and describe it. He's holding it as if he had placed it on his open palm, just rested the wine glass down. It's got a tall stem and it is filled to the brim with wine. That is some dangerous shit right there. Like, you're playing with fire, my friend, wearing a white shirt and holding it that way. Like, that's insane to me. Like, hold it, hold it with your fingers, like, around mm. the stem or, like, cup the... Uh, what What is that called? The bulb, I guess? Yeah, the, the glass part. But no, he's like gently resting it, like, base first. It's like, it's gonna spill. I gotta say, it would
1: be entirely on brand for Pegasus to, like, practice, like, filling a glass with, like, water or something and, like, practice balancing it for... For however long it takes for him to get good at like just carrying it around. That's fair. Just that's so true. he can do that and be a pretentious douchebag. That,
0: you, you, okay, you're correct. Yes, that is very that, odd. That's brand exactly Pegasus. what Pegasus That do. might be it. Uh, I wondered if they had edited it for that scene where the wine glass finally breaks, because uh, his hand is still shaped kind of weird. Like it's shaped like it could be holding the, the bulb of the glass. Uh, He's got his just got his fingers but, curled up. But I wonder if they edited it just so they wouldn't have to show glass breaking in his hand. Maybe. Hmm. I don't know. I have no idea. I'm gonna chalk it up to your theory, which is that Pegasus is a pretentious asshole, which has been proven. Uh and I'll just I'll settle for that and we can move on with our lives. <laughs> but that was kind of my honorable mention. Yeah, I didn't even notice that. Oh well good. I'm I'm glad I could <laughs> I'm glad I could bring that up. Uh, do you have anything uh, to bring up before we get into the end of the episode?
1: No, not really. This was a very ridiculous episode. And if, as you say, it's just going to get weirder from here, then I'm kind of excited, actually.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, You know what? I like The next episode, I'm really excited for it. So the next episode is called The Dueling Monkey. Uh, and then we get into Trial by Red Eyes and... Then we get back to the weird shit. Evil Spirit of the Ring is coming up in episode 13. So two weeks, three weeks from now. Uh, And that is when we get into some weird Shadow Realm shit. Good. So we finally, I think, hit that tipping point for the season where it's just going to get buck wild from here on in.
1: All right. Because as I was reading the manga, the most interesting part was all the magic stuff. And it was like central to the plot. And so far, this has all just been... Obviously, this particular anime has been extrapolating from the one game, and they're going all in on dual monsters and kind of shunting the magic stuff off to the side, which yeah. I think is a much more interesting story. I think than so too. The card games.
0: And I, I really enjoy kind of what they are starting to do here, where they bring in here's the interesting magic stuff. In a world where literally the most important thing ever, period, hands down, bar none, is this dumb card game <laughs> this, that nobody fully understands this the rules children's to. children's card And game. everyone decides to cheat at, apparently. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. This, this internationally be, really renowned card game. Yeah. yeah, Probably the only game in existence. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Well, if we don't have anything else... It's, it's time! time! To uh, 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 end the episode, and we're going to end the episode as we always do uh with a card of the week. You ready All for right. the card of the week? I'm ready. This week's card of the week is Serpent Knight Dragon. Serpent Knight Dragon is a one, two, three, four, six. Three seven. great flavors in one. Is <laughs> a it's the Neapolitan ice cream of dragons, <laughs> uh and it is a seven star card. It's got attack power twenty three fifty and defense of twenty four hundred. It is a dragon card. No shit. Uh and it's flavor text. And a serpent and a knight. <laughs> well, no, so it's it's serpent. You got your serpent knight and my dragon. No, so here's the funny thing. So it's serpent knight with an N, not with a K. Oh really? So like nighttime. Uh but the flavor text says a dragon created from the soul of a wicked knight. And that is knight with a K. <laughs> <laughs> your face right now is so good. Come on. Uh so yeah, so there it is. Card of the Week. Serpent Knight Dragon, a dragon created from the soul of a wicked knight. Uh, until next week, once again, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at Y-A-M-P-O-D. Yampod. And you can email us at podcast at gmail.com or visit our website at welcometoflavor.town slash Y-A-M-P or tyler.game slash Y-A-M-P. See, this, Damn, is why, this is why we yeah. did weampod. <laughs> <laughs> this is exactly the
1: reason why we needed uh, a more usable uh, place to
0: find us instead of... <laughs> <laughs>
1: your freaking giant ass URLs. uh
0: be the yampod you want to see in the world uh anyway that'll do it for uh uh, this week uh until next time you lose that that, that, i guess that's a good way to end the episode (laughs) (laughs) until next time consider this a message from seto kaiba you lose all right that's better okay cool